Tommy. What's up, man? We are back. Yeah, it's been a while. It, well, it seems like a while at least. It's been like a week and a half. How you doing, man? I see, you got, I see you got yourself a haircut there. You look yeah. nice and clean shaven today. Yeah, yeah. I shaved up everything, you know. Just got to keep the look up going, you know. But, uh, nah, man, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm in, I'm in good spirits. Uh, it's it's nice to finally have fans back and, and not be able to say, oh, it's it, they're coming back or anything like that. Like, last night as a wrestling fan was just, was just special. Nice. It's good to be back, and it, it's good to be uh, enjoying this this product that we love so much. But I think we got to start this show off with uh, a, just a little bit of music, if I'm not mistaken. Let's go. Let, let, let's get it started. Let's do it. Let's do it. Gilly from the champion. Oh, 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 six. That could be it. Delivers this deep six. Good evening, Deep Six Pro Wrestling Podcast fans. This is episode 67, and I am joined by Tommy. Tommy, how are you doing today, man? Man, I am doing good. Like, let's, I'm doing good. It's, it's been a good night. You should be doing good. Your Tampa Bay Lightning just won the Stanley you Cup. won the Stanley Cup, baby. Yes, sir. You're darn right they did. I was and so The New York Islanders that. gave Tampa Bay the biggest challenge, by the way. They did, man. That was that was a really good series. I it, it's just good to see, you know, fans and, and, and be able to experience that playoff atmosphere again. I mean, Tampa Bay's it, it's it's tough to argue that they're creating a dynasty. I mean, two two back to back uh, Stanley Cup wins, uh they're going to be good, man. Yo, Tampa Bay is becoming title town all of a sudden. Hey, you got the Lightning, you got the Buccaneers, the Rays are up in the air. Just wait till September, man. When, you know, we're winning that. We're winning the World Series. I got to bet on it and everything. So it's got to happen. Well, you know which team you got to get past first before you, that even happens. We'll, we'll get there, man. You, like you said right before we started recording, they're slipping a little bit. They were getting deep. No, nah, I didn't go as far as slipping a little bit. They came back to earth the last three games. Yeah. Losing two out of three. That's like the first series they've lost all year, practically. That's fine. They met Otani, son. Just, just wait, man. Uh, Otani did light him up a little bit. I'm, I Just the sidebar with that. I don't care who you are or what you're saying. Shohei Otani might just be the greatest player I've ever seen in my life. We'll, we'll the see. Stuff, the stuff that this dude is doing this year, I think he's at 32 homers right now. He's got a better K per nine than, uh, than Garrett Cole. He's got absolutely blazing speed on the on the base path. I'm pretty sure he's got better steals or more steals than Alberto Mondesi. This dude is, is a legend right now. I, I, I understand, you know, people like, Oh, it's just, you know, one season or whatever. No, stop that. The season that we're seeing from, from Shohei Otani is going to go down as one of the greatest seasons of all time. And we're not even at the all-star break. Like imagine what happens when Mike Trout comes back. 
sign me up, man. Shohei Otani is the MVP. I'm all for it. I'm I'm witnessing a legend every time I, I check my phone and see the Angels score. This dude is a legit animal at the plate, throwing from the plate, running on the bases. It doesn't matter. So we'll see. We're about a week away from the All-Star game. We'll see about uh, how all this pans out. Um, the Yankees are losing a lot. I think they lost today. Um, the uh, Yankees, uh, the Seattle, whoever the Seattle starter was, sat down 18 straight Yankee batters. I was loving every bit of it. Yeah, Logan Gilbert. Yeah, man. He was, yeah. He was really well. Retired, eight, retired 18 straight. Um, but uh, anyhow, we got a couple things to talk about today. Um, you know, we are on uh, the road to um, Money in a Bank. We are on subtly on the road to uh, AEW All Out. Uh, um, you know, we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but uh, first, um, let's talk about Money in the Bank. I lost Tommy for a second, but he'll be back on. We will uh, talk about Money in the Bank, which is uh, coming up in about two weeks from now. Uh, we will have uh, a prediction show for that. And, uh, I would say maybe next Friday or so. So we'll be coming back to you guys. We'll let you guys know what that is, but we believe it's going to be uh, uh, around next Friday or so uh, as episode 68, predicting Money in the Bank. And those of you guys who listen to the podcast will try to get that um, downloaded onto Apple Podcasts as soon as possible. Um, so be on the lookout for that. But we got Money in the Bank coming uh, up and – um, we have uh, a couple things going on here. Um, so let me pull up the latest uh, card uh, for Money in the Bank. Um, so, so far we have Ricochet Riddle and John Morrison. Uh, added to that is Drew McIntyre, uh, Big E, Kevin Owens, and still um, two more names to be added from SmackDown. What are they waiting until like two days before to add these guys on? Like, what's going on? Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. I, I was very surprised with the... Uh... I think Seth Rollins and uh, Cesaro have a qualifying match this Friday. Okay, that'll be a good one. That'll be really good. Man, if they... Like, I get it. I understand Seth Rollins you know, getting the win. I wouldn't be upset with that, but, but please. Like, please put Cesaro in this match. Well, either Cesaro or or Cesaro, either Cesaro or Seth Rollins can enter. Uh, at least as of now, it's only one of them. I wouldn't have a problem with either of them, but I'd rather it be Cesaro just because he needs to continue his build. Like, he needs to continue being pushed as as that main guy. I mean, I don't, uh, you know, whether people disagree or not, that match at WrestleMania Backlash was was absolutely phenomenal. Cesaro truly, if, if you ever had any doubts, Cesaro truly showed that he belongs in the main event scene. And I, I get the the program with, with Seth Rollins needing to, you know, get Seth Rollins kind of back under his feet. You know, he's been gone with the, the baby and all that. Great for him. I'm glad. But Seth Rollins does not need a character push. We know who Seth Rollins is. He's never going to get away from the main event scene. It's time to give it to Cesaro. I was surprised that I incorrectly predicted that, that Kevin Owens would not win against Sami Zayn. He did. 
good for him, but I, I still think that that's a problem. I don't know that... It, it seems like Kevin Owens is kind of being pushed as the favorite to Roman Reigns after this. I, I still think Sami Zayn would have been a better choice just because... He would be a fun Money to Bank winner. He needs a push. Sami Zayn is, is the a top five wrestler on the mic when he's given the chance. And, and he's easily top five in, in the ring. I, I don't know if you know, maybe some people may argue with that, but his matches consistently steal the show, or some of the better matches on the card every single night. So I'm not. Like so I'm not sure who's really going to come out of this match. I mean, I think I could easily rule out um, Ricochet. Riddle is kind of hit or miss for me. I mean, he's been doing some good work. He's been featured pretty heavily on Raw. Uh, yeah, would be no surprise if Riddle wins, but I still don't think they're going to go there. John Morrison, I mean, listen, um, they've been shoving John Morrison down our face, uh, down our throats for many months now. So the way WWE booking has been, I wouldn't be surprised if he wins too. I don't respect it, though. Um, Drew McIntyre. So this was my my scenario that Drew McIntyre wins the Money in the Bank briefcase as a scenario, a loophole, so to speak, to get back into the title scene and maybe do a cash-in on Bobby Lashley finally to win his belt back. However, you have Jinder Mahal in the mix, and you got to expect after what we saw last Monday night on Raw, Jinder stealing Drew McIntyre's sword, um, and Jinder and his goonies beating up on Drew McIntyre that they're going to at least have a match at um, – you know, coming up soon, uh, probably SummerSlam. I mean, no, don't say that. It, it could, it, it could happen. It could happen. Uh, but I'm wondering if the program that they do have will hinder Drew from winning the briefcase. But I still think that you could still have Drew win the uh, win the briefcase and s still, you know, uh, have a have him carried around and then uh, fight Jinder Mahal at, at SummerSlam. But that's exactly where they're going. Sorry, but like Jinder Mahal just makes me not want to watch wrestling. <laughs> like, no disrespect to him. I know he's put in the work to get where he is. He's a good heel, champ. Good heel. He, he, he was good. But like, in the same vein, you were talking about J uh, um, Drew cashing in. No, like, I, I want to see someone fresh. I don't want to see Kevin Owens. I don't want to see. Drew McIntyre. I want to see somebody completely new. Give me, give me a fresh matchup. If that's his, even in the same vein, like I don't want it to be Cesaro. Like I'd like to see him win. That would be great. But I don't want to see, you know, some BS matchup. We had the first night, and I think that was the biggest talking point. That Raw where John Morrison, Ricochet, and Matt Riddle all won. That was impressive. Like that doesn't happen. You don't see three upsets on a on a raw event. It, it's almost unheard of. It, it's been a very long time since I could say somebody something has happened like that in, in raw. You need to do something different. You need to just have a different perspective going into SummerSlam. They're still teasing. You know, even Lesnar coming out. I know Heyman. Like his Heyman Hustle Facebook page changes picture to a uh, profile picture to like Roman Reigns and, and, and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. 
We still hear on the Cena. We're still hearing the Cena rumors. Just give me something fresh. SummerSlam has to be a major event. Uh, again, I know we'll talk about it later, but last night's AEW. Watch out. I mean, like, as much as I don't want to admit it, WWE might be in some trouble. I don't know. I mean, NXT is still, still very right there and has uh, – NXT still has some of the biggest names. Yeah, easily understandable that Raw viewership is, is going down. NXT's viewership is going down. Yeah, I mean, uh, what was the latest rating that you saw? What was the what? What was the latest rating that you saw? I I read that it was like this. The Great American Bash did not do as well as they were hoping. Mm. Like it it was fine, but Tuesday nights like it's and again, granted that's going up against the NBA Finals. That's maybe that's a you know a red herring or anything like that. Like Game Seven of the Stanley Cup. Was that that was Tuesday too as well, right? Or was that no? That was last night. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah. So. No, that wasn't even game seven. That was game five. Yeah. Tampa it's, Bay. It, it's tough to look at it. Who knows? But but I, I really. It is summertime too. Yeah. It 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 just it's it even seems like okay. So we got what SmackDown next week is the first show with fans, and then Money in the Bank. Okay. That's fine. That's great. I'm excited. I'm not going to miss it. But for the next three weeks, including this past, you know, yesterday, four weeks, AEW's got a special show going on every single week. And, and that's their main show, too. It's their main show. And then a week later, you have the debut of Rampage. It, it just seems like AEW has a lot of momentum, has a lot of big matches. I'm not saying WWE can't keep up or anything. Again, I still am under the impression that WWE is the most recognizable brand in in professional wrestling and I sports entertainment, and nobody can argue with that, whether they want to or not. But AEW is is really showing that they're they're top competition. They're they're coming for that that top spot, and I would not be surprised if we're sitting here a year from now. If that's how it is, I, I really wouldn't. So, so far we got, um, so that, that, that pretty much wraps up the men's uh, money in the bank match. But keep in mind, this is SummerSlam season. Uh, I would say uh, WWE is going to uh, garnish more viewers, especially with the live TV, with the fans coming back, which is going to be awesome. Uh, but yeah, we also got the women's uh, the women's Money in the Bank ladder match: Oscar, Naomi, uh, Alexa Bliss, and, and uh, Nikki Cross, which they're calling her Nikki Ash right now. Um, Carmella and Zelina have been announced as the competitors. They didn't earn their way in like the Raw superstars did. I think that's just because of their uh, lack of uh, size in the women's division. Um, yeah. But you got two more ladies that are going to be announced in there, so uh, that's still uh, shaping up. Um, by next week, I think we. I, I I hope. I think I would have a better feel who's going to win money money to bank for the men's. I'm I'm leading with Drew McIntyre, but there are a couple dark horses in there. Uh, and you got Edge versus Roman Reigns. 
Um, we'll talk about uh, Jimmy Uso in a minute, but that that uh, program is underway. Uh, Roman Reigns um, was seen uh, was he even backstage on SmackDown. I don't even know. I don't even remember, but I know Jimmy Uso is the one that ended the show with Edge with Edge uh, with the the bar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With the bar and uh, Jimmy's mouth and tapping him out. Um, So uh, we had that Kofi Kingston versus Bobby Lashley is a title uh, title match for the WWE championship, which I expect Bobby Lashley will retain there. And uh, Bailey versus Bianca Belair. I quit match. You have that going on. And uh, Charlotte Fair, uh, Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's title. I don't even know who's the heel in the face in that match anymore. Who cares? It makes no sense. Who's the heel? I'm, I'm sorry. And I know I shit. I'm sorry. Apologize. For I, know <laughs> I shit on, on uh, Charlotte Flair. But, like, I just I don't care. Like, I, I just could not care any less than what I already do about Charlotte Flair's matches. Like, she's just not entertaining to me in the slightest. Like, I, I'm I'm glad she's getting the rub of being able to fight Rhea Ripley. If she takes the title off her, I'm going to absolutely bury it. I, you have to create a new logo for me to bury it because I will. I, I just don't care. Like, I don't want to see her in this position like i honestly rather see like alicia fox versus rhea ripley hold on a second hold on All right, Tom, carry on. I'll put on my shoveler hat, man. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't care if your name is Flair, if your name is Manning or Brady. I don't care. Like, I don't need you to be forced down my throat. It's the fact that you're this great champion or the opportunity. Congratulations. But, like, if the whole problem with the women's – evolution or or whatever they want to call it in both brands it's not like just wwe is doing this we're getting the same stuff over and over again thunder rosa Britt baker nyla rose charlotte flair asuka rhea ripley okay like i'm done with it like give me whether they're good or not like let me see dana brooke fail let me see minora suzuki fail let me see these these women who aren't used. And, and, and NXT has a lot of women down there that they don't even have to even bring up to NXT. They could just bring them up to the main roster. Exactly. Like Penelope Ford. I'm glad she's got a match next week on, on Fighter Fest Night One. Where's she been the last month? Like she had a match. She had a match like two weeks ago. Okay, whatever. I'm sure it was a throwaway, like five minutes. Like I Okay, great great for Charlotte Flair that she's won 10, 11 titles. I don't care. Stop putting her in the main event or, or in the main women's match every time. She's going to be, I'm, I guarantee you, I, I will be 100% surprised if, if the I Quit match goes on after Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. I, I will be 100% surprised. I'm just so tired 
of seeing her like in the main event. You know what happened when Roman Reigns was in the main event too much? They gave him a U.S. title shot. He won that. He actually brought, you know, not too many bad matches with that. Same thing with Cena. Cena had the U.S. title for a while. I don't need to see them being fully featured on this card every single month. I, I, I It's not a I don't like her. I just don't like her character. Like I'm I'm so tired of seeing her being like I'm the I'm the ultimate best because my name is Flair. Like my name's Tommy Smith. You don't see me like being a blacksmith or something, being the best blacksmith in the world or anything like that. Like I, I'm just so tired of seeing this like the favoritism towards Charlotte Flair. Like she's good and all. She's not the best promo. I'm sorry. Whether you want to agree with me or not, I think her promos absolutely suck. Like, she's she's kind of bad at them. She does the same moves every single match. Like, come on. Like, where where's the, you know, we're trying to like, oh, we're building up new stars. And we're wondering why our... why all of our you know our viewership is down and our money is down and all that it's because you're not giving people opportunities nikki cross is a fucking superhero i'm sorry for that's her idea i heard i it is her idea i heard that's nikki cross's idea so if she's buried herself if this goes wrong that's fair i agree with that but like Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler are slap are being hypnotized and slapping people, like slapping their male butler. Like uh, 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 Alexa Bliss has the powers now. What is going on? Haven't like, you seen? Alexa Bliss has got the powers. I, I just I don't understand the the total lack of of knowledge, the lack of ineptitude that's going on here, like in the women's division across both. Both brands again. Don't think I'm just shitting on AEW or WWE. AEW does it too. Like it, it's just it's just boring, man. Like I, I'm not talking about sexist or anything like that. I just I really don't pay attention to the women's matches because they don't give enough of the roster a chance. Like you said, there is tons of people, tons of women. Who are absolutely phenomenal. I mean, some of the best wrestlers I've ever seen. Candice LeRae is absolutely incredible. She's, oh, she's so good. And, and she just lost the tag team titles. Like, they just won it three months ago. Like, what, why? Like, there's just, there's no consistency. There's no innovation. There's, the women's division on both brands is, is just so lackluster. It's 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 almost it's almost almost funny. Like AEW's got WWE beat in the, in the uh, tag team roster. The women's roster across both band brands is comparable to WWE's tag team roster. It's it's non-existent. You have your two or three big stars, and that's it. it it's just a bunch of baloney, and it's, it's I true. hate it. I, I, I'm sorry that was a long rant, that was a long burial, but I do not like Charlotte Flair. I do not care for her match. I will adamantly skip this match on next Sunday, and I will have no I will feel no remorse for doing so. I hope she watches and, and you know calls Andrade to come kick my ass or whatever, but bring it on. 
And that is this week's burial for the Deep Six Podcast. All right. So I, I feel so much more free now. That was all you. That was all you today. Um, let's talk. In that release. Maybe, maybe we should go back into the burial segment on this one. Uh, but uh, Jimmy Uso. Jimmy Uso getting pulled, getting pulled over with a 205. <laughs> he blew a 205, 205 in the breathalyzer. They, they make yeah. me think that 205 live. Like, yeah, I thought it was right. a joke I, I at first. That, that's what I thought of. Oh, a yeah. 205. That's a 0.20. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the legal uh, limit is, at least in New York, is 0.07 or 0.08. Or something like, like that. Sure so that's doubled. So Jimmy Uso probably went through a twelve pack by himself at, at most. I would say, uh, yeah, but he had about a good seventy five ounces of alcohol on him. Hey man, nothing wrong with that. But like, don't be driving after. Like, I stupid. Have, I and you know what? The casual six. You have Jay Uso that's out. Yeah, for whatever reason, I don't know why he's been off TV for two weeks. So Jimmy Uso's, uh, you know, kind of, you know, Roman's lacking now for the time being. Um, and like now you have this happening. It's it's kind of, in my opinion, it's kind of screwing up the whole head of the table storyline here. Yeah, I just seem like it. Just seems like I they like they want to go in that direction to have the three of them. Um, together united kind of like yeah, the shield yeah. and have like yeah. a run with that and it just seems like it's not working it's not happening for whatever it reason seems, it, it just seems like there's always something that's kind of thrown a wrench in it and so jimmy was jimmy was out for a while then he comes back and now he's gone and jay is gone for two for two weeks for whatever reason maybe it's just storyline and taking time off but I mean, the story this roman reigns storyline has so much potential and the usos are kind of messing it up right now at the very least, I I hope that that Jimmy Uso gets help. You know, finds a way to beat his alcohol. You just got you got to stop making stupid decisions. Like, yeah. don't drive. In, in yeah, in a sense, like it it is tougher than just being able to say that. Yeah. But like, yeah, I hope he gets help. But if he got released or anything like that. I wouldn't be surprised, and and that sucks to say because the Usos together are one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Uh, from an in-ring standpoint, I think the whole Uso Penitentiary kind of gimmick that started, I want to say, like 2017. Yeah, it's about two, about two, three years now. Yeah, it's been absolutely phenomenal. I think they completely changed their career, and like you said, like this this storyline is. Whether people want to agree or not, and I know I've said that a lot today, like the whole Roman Reigns head of the table ever since he came back at SummerSlam last year has been the best story in, in WWE, it, far and away. It, and him finally being able to get Jimmy back or whoever it was, Jimmy or Jay, finally getting able to get them back from injury, having the whole family, and now you have this like mess up, like. Come on, man. Like, like, get some help. We we hope and pray that you can get that help and, and be able to fix this stuff. And 
honestly, again, I don't like seeing people lose their jobs. It's it's tough, but I hope he doesn't lose his job. But like, I, that's a problem, man. Two two oh five, like that's tri- almost triple the list. That's that's irresponsible. That's that's irresponsible. Like, yeah, this might Very. be the, the biggest storyline he's had in his career. You you can't mess that up, man. Like you gotta. At, at this point, it's not about, oh, is his wrestling career, is his WWE career okay? Like, it is about, again, we're all human. I, I think we, again, we, we shit on both WWE, AEW, we, the wrestlers. We, we, we talk a lot of trash about all of it. But we're all human. Like, we, we have to be able to humanize these people and know that they are, you know, they make mistakes. But if, if anything, like, I hope that Jimmy Uso gets some help and, and is able to to figure out this this way of life and and be able to you know all things in moderation that's one thing i was taught as a kid like you can enjoy a drink you can enjoy a six pack you know whatever like that but but don't be driving like just don't don't do something stupid like that that's it's, it's not worth the risk to you and other people for sure so let's go run down NXT really quick before we call it a night here. Uh, it is uh, Thursday evening here on the East Coast, and we are anticipating um, Tropical Storm Elsa sweeping through New York very soon uh, within the next couple hours. Um, so, yeah, we, it's going to be a pretty interesting weekend. But um, stand back, a hurricane's coming through. <laughs> oh man, I missed that. Um, but uh, yeah, but uh, anyhow, um, we had NXT Great American Bash this past Wednesday. What was a pretty decent show? Um, it was good. I mean, a decent show. Um, it, it, we didn't do a prediction show for it or anything, but um, I would say the outcomes were fairly predictable for the most part. Um, but yeah, let's uh, run through it really quick. We had NXT uh, on uh, NXT Great American Bash, MSK defeating Ciampa and Thatcher. There was a possibility that a title could change here, but I felt that it would have been too soon. Yeah. Uh, for a title change here, uh, we see uh, Lee roll up Thatcher for the win. Um, good match here. What did you think? I, I thought the, uh, I thought I thought these two teams worked together very well. Um, I've sung the praises of MSK ever since they debuted, coming over from Impact. If you needed a reminder, a refresher, whatever, if you needed a, a sign that they are deserving of the tag team champions. This is the match. I mean, they were absolutely great in this match. Thatcher and and Chompa are obviously going to put on a great match every time they go out. I love this match. Good start to the show. I, I can't say enough about you know the performance of MSK since they've, they've come over is has been absolutely incredible. They are. It's it's tough for me to say this because I know a lot of people say like the young bucks and stuff, but like I. It's really hard for me to argue against MSK being the hottest tag team in, in all of wrestling right now. Because they are that good. They I agree. Excellent matches every single time. And that's no offense to the Young Bucks. I know they're great. But 
man, MSK is I, – I never want to miss an MSK match. They're just so fun to watch. They, they bring that different styles, you know, the high-flying, the, the toughness, the speed. They, they can do it all. It's, it's, it's a very entertaining watch. So I, I implore you, if you have not seen or if you think that MSK is not deserving the tag team titles, go watch this match. For sure. For sure. Uh, And they also announced next week we are getting um, Johnny Gargano challenging Karrion Cross for the NXT Championship, which should be a very good match. I do not think the title changes here. Um, The the special guest, right? And Samoa Joe is a special guest referee. I have a feeling that they're building to Samoa Joe against Karrion Cross for SummerSlam weekend. That's just. My well, gut feeling. In your way, then. Okay. So, I have a I have a gut feeling here, and that Samoa Joe going to take the title off carrying Cross with Cross going up to the main roster. He better come up to the main roster with uh, Scarlet. That has yeah, to be a package. They they so, you can they cannot come up separately. Uh, but what do you think? From what I've heard, and this is just again rumors, and I honestly would kind of be down to see this. I've heard. That if Joe doesn't get involved, they might go with, because they just announced on NXT UK, Ilya Dragovich versus Walter for the the title, the NXT UK title. Dragovich could be the guy who's done it. I mean, he, he beats Walter. He had a, a fantastic match last time. I've heard Walter versus Cross SummerSlam weekend. Now, That's interesting. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Now, wouldn't that be a match? I mean, like, talk about a match. That would be something. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I love me some carrying cross. You know, I love me even more. Do so. you think they should do that on, a, like, a takeover, or do you think that should be on SummerSlam? If the card is right. I'd keep keep to- in mind that it's some, WWE is looking to – Looking to do their darnest to pack out this stadium in Las Vegas for SummerSlam. Is, is going to be big. I, I don't care what anybody says. I would be a thousand percent shocked. I would put every bit, every dollar that I have that either John Cena, Brock Lesnar, or Becky Lynch shows up at SummerSlam or has a match. I would be, I would, I would guarantee that bet. I'd hundred percent it. Well, we already know. It looks like they want to go Cena versus Roman. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not too sure how they're going to fit Becky Lynch in. Maybe Becky versus Bianca Belair. I'm, I'm just not even match. I'm just saying show up like that pop. And Lesnar, Lesnar could be the guy that's the one that shows up. Uh, I don't know uh, how, um, how they're gonna. I guess we really won't know, won't know until after Money in the Bank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But man, I mean, if the card is right and you can get. Cross versus Walter on there for like 15 minutes. Oh my goodness. 15 minutes? I would give them a half an hour. Oh, I would too, but I'm just But then saying, again, no, Cross is not really, we haven't really seen like too many exactly. matches with a half hour Knowing Cross, WWE, but 20, 20, 25 minutes. That match, I mean, talk, if, if, if the rumored matches are to be believed and it all works out in that card, I mean, we're talking about the the opportunity, and I know we've said this a few times over the months that we've been doing this, but we're talking about the opportunity of one of one of the best WWE papers of all time. Like, man, I mean, this that would be, oh, that would be so good. I would love that. But if it does happen on Takeover, 
that would be great. I love me Samoa Joe, too. I'd love to see him go against Cross. I don't know if he'll get right back into the ring this quick. But either way, I don't see uh, Johnny Gargano winning. For those of you guys that are listening and watching this, I cleared my calendar out the next morning after SummerSlam, which is a Sunday morning. I cleared my calendar out. I'm not going to begin up at 6 a.m. like I usually do. I'm going to get up like 9 or 10 a.m. You know, to go to church and stuff. So, But I cleared my calendar out for early Sunday morning because I will thoroughly be looking forward to talking about SummerSlam weekend immediately after SummerSlam goes off the air um, and talking about what it... Uh, I, we're going to have a lot to talk about that night, and I'll tell you I mean, you think it's going to be a big show? I mean, SummerSlam in Vegas is really the first major event in Allegiant Stadium. It, it's gonna yep, be- it's going to be a prelude to a future WrestleMania. No, it's going to be... I'm, I'm so excited, and again, I, I said this at the beginning of the show, watching Dynamite last night, like, being knowing that that's the first show with fans and it's going to stick that way. There, there's nothing better, man. It, it just makes the show so much more enjoyable. I want to watch the show actually hearing people sing along to Judas, hearing people cheer for Hangman Page. Like, it, it's just fun, man. It, it's finally, it's it's refreshing and it, it just, it kind of is heartwarming to know that, like, us as wrestling fans, like, we finally got it back. Like, we have that experience back of, of being, I mean, we were just talking before the show, going to All Out. Like, we have that opportunity to do that again. Like, we have the opportunity to go to shows. Like, it just it just makes me feel, it, it, it just makes me feel so much more happier knowing that, that we're back. Like, you know, we're, we're sure. back at that chance. The Million Dollar Championship on the line. Cameron Grimes versus L.A. Knight. Either Grimes wins the title or Grimes has to become L.A. Knight's butler. So we get uh, L.A. Knight with the win here. He DDTs Grimes onto the Million Dollar Belt on the outside, knocking him out. This match, the storytelling of this match was so perfectly told. Grimes beats the uh, the count, get him back in the uh, get him back in the ring, but he was pretty much had his clock clean from the taking that DDT onto the belt. Um, puts Knight down uh, for the one two. I'm sorry, puts uh, Grimes down for the one two three. Grimes that is, and um, I'm sorry, Knight puts Grimes down for the one two three and gets the win. So next starting next week, we're going to see Grimes as the Butler, um, kind of similar to uh, of a storyline that we were getting with Chuck Taylor and uh, Miro. Um, so that's going to be pretty interesting to see where that goes. Um, would have liked to have seen Grimes win the title here, but you kind of had an idea that they were going to go this route. Otherwise, it would have not been a stipulation. Yeah, this one was pretty predictable. I mean, it, it does build up to the fact that when, you know, Grimes does beat LA Knight for that million-dollar championship, I mean, it's almost inevitable at some point that it's going to happen. But, yeah, I, I, I haven't had a problem with this match. I, I love LA Knight. I've, I've been a big fan of his ever since his impact days with Eli Drake. Cameron Grimes has gotten that rub here recently. Uh, it was a fine match. Nothing, nothing to go home about, but... I, again, I think it's inevitable. Cameron Grimes is going to beat and, and turn on 
on LA Knight at some point when they move on to different feuds and, and Cameron Grimes is going to be the new Million Dollar Championship winner, whether that's at SummerSlam. I don't I don't know if it'd be that quick or uh, you know after, but yeah, man, this was this was fine, no problems with it. I like both of the guys who wrestled in it, so. So uh, they announced the um, the breakout uh, stars tournament for NXT starting next next week, which I'm looking um, looking forward to uh, a lot. Um, but one interesting character, Odyssey Jones. I'm watching the announcement where all the wrestlers are from, and Odyssey Jones from Coral, New York, which is literally one minute from me, uh, one town over. But it's literally one minute because I'm right next to Quorum Borderline. So this guy is from my neighborhood, uh, basically. Um, and I, I've never seen him. I've never met him. Um, I would uh, um, assume that he wrestled in one of the uh, local Long Island promotions, NYWC or something. But I just thought that was pretty cool. I marked out because I'm, I'm seeing Quorum, New York, which is literally on the other side of that right the, the road from my house sure, so i thought that's pretty cool so maybe uh, maybe i'll run into him but i thought that was that kind of surprised me i marked out for a second there don't know who he is but i'm like oh quorum that's awesome that's right near me <laughs> but um moving on women's tag titles uh were on the line candace LeRae and indy hartwell versus eo and uh zoe stark we see the return of tegan knox Returns in the middle of the match, distracting uh, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Candice LeRae was shocked. Zoe Stark gets the win uh, with Indy, Hart Indy Hartwell taking the pinfall. And uh, Zoe Starks and Io Shirai are your new NXT Women's Tag Titles. I love the work that Zoe Stark has been doing, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it's tough to say. Not the best. To be transparent, not the best look for women's wrestler. Yeah, but she can go. She can go, man. She works. She can work. I love watching her matches. She she is growing on me very quick. Yeah, it, it, it's tough because like I, I really was a really big fan of Candice LeRae and Indy Harwell getting that title. I mean, I don't know if again, it was like, a little. I felt like it was a little soon. The tag was, title match it really was soon. had it, it had more like three more months legs yeah, under it. For sure, for sure. And, and I I've talked about this again. I talked about it earlier. So I'm a huge fan of Candice LeRae. If you've never seen her uh, intergender matches or anything like that, she's fantastic. She's so good. And and for her to finally get that NXT Championship, you know, just in in general, winning any title was was great and maybe it was a little pre premature but but seeing tegan knox I, I love tegan knox she's so good like I'm, I'm glad that she's finally recovered from another another acl injury i i don't understand how people i felt so bad for her when she when that happened um oh yeah she's she's such a good performer she's so fun to watch like her getting her second acl injury like Finally returning, it's great. I, I I pray that she stays healthy. I'm I'm so so proud and, and glad to know that she's back. But hey man, Zoe Stark, like you said, she kills it. She is she is so one of my absolute really favorites. Ring, man. She is she is good. I, 
I don't know if I agree with the change, but this is a really, really good match. And then we had Cole defeating uh, Kyle O'Reilly. He hits the Panama Sunrise uh, on um, O'Reilly, followed by the last shot. Cole gets the win. I I really don't know where they're going to go with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly individually after this. Um, I guess it remains to be seen. Maybe one of them will be waiting in the wings for a future title shot. Um, maybe they um, come up together to the main roster. Um, not too sure if Adam Cole really wants to go up to the main roster, but I know Gargano and Tomasha don't want to come up. But uh, what well, that remains to be seen, what's going to happen with um, Alex Cole there. Um, so all in all, a pretty good uh, Great American Bash. Um, I honestly, as of this moment, um, I have not watched AEW Dynamite. Um, but I, yeah, um, <laughs> I, um, got, got to, um, uh, shout out somebody. Oh boy. I, I, I have to shout out somebody. Um, is it? possible is it even possible to do an emoji on here on this chat no right okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna shout out somebody really quick and somebody who kind of spoiled the results not knowing again it's thursday morning he probably assumed that i watched the show last night of dynamite uh which is a fair assumption um but i i did not um but uh, I want to shout out this guy um, for um, spoiling last night's uh, results. And below is uh, my um, reaction when I read uh, these uh, this particular spoiler. Um, so this was uh, my reaction right here. Let's see if I can pull it up. For those of you guys that are listening, that's why you should subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can see what's uh, what you know what I typed. I just uh, shout out my friend Chris Foster with a sad face with an equal sign and a parenthesis. Um, yes, I was a little disappointed, um, but I did not. I, I kind of had an idea. It was kind of coming. I. I Saw some rumblings quickly, like yesterday or the or the day before. Same thing with Tegan Knox. I saw the rumblings, so like I wasn't shocked. You, you knew he was popping up somewhere, but Alistair Black. We gotta, we, no, oh, we gotta keep it quiet. Why is that? You already know about it. I know about it. No, I watched it live. You did watch it live. So why do we gotta keep it quiet? I don't know. Just gotta in case somebody hasn't watched. In case you haven't watched, let me in all now before you wait. My favorite wrestler on the former WWE roster, Alistair Black, debuted on AEW last night because of mismanagement by WWE. They did not sign him to a 90-day no-complete clause. They only signed him to a 30-day no-complete clause. So he was able to show up last night debuting as Malachi Black, attacking and beating the absolute shit out of Arn Anderson and Cody Rhodes. I'm so excited for this. I swear if Cody Rhodes beats him, <laughs> I'm going to be very upset. 
But man, what a what a moment! I mean, talk about Tony Khan has been has been giving us a little little tease there each and every week about how there's some big events coming up or big moments, and uh, this was one of them. I don't know if anybody knew that Alistair Black was able to come off his contract, and uh, today it just came out that he was on that 30 day and said that 90 day no compete clause. Yeah, Jericho Jericho posted something on Facebook about it too. Yeah. I was like, wow. I, I I didn't even read the article, but I, I heard about it. But um, but yeah, I got the spoiler in my text. That's how I know about it. I haven't watched Dynamite yet. I'm, I'm gonna just to see get a feel for the crowd reaction and everything. And then uh, by our next podcast, uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it. Um, or maybe we'll just do a, a, another one this week. Who knows? I don't know. But we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it sometime. Uh, we got a comment from Alyssa Stansbury. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, we appreciate you. Um, yeah, um, we talked about it a little bit early, or Jimmy, Jimmy Uso, you got an issue, issue here, and I, and this isn't the first time now, I, I feel like this is the second time, um, that one of the Usos are getting into trouble here, and I don't know if it's the same Uso, but I feel like this is at least the second time that, and, and, and Uso is getting in trouble. Yeah, it's like John Cena promo, where you look just like your mugshot. Again, uh, Alyssa, we, we think that Jimmy Uso getting arrested um, and then with Jay not being on SmackDown the past couple weeks for whatever reason, uh, and then Jimmy probably not going to be on SmackDown this week. I, I feel like it's bringing down and doing harm to the whole Roman Reigns head of the sto- uh, head of the table storyline. Um, WWE needs to go in a direction where a, uh, WWE books uh, Roman Reigns and Uso's kind of like the Shield, um, yeah. but it's not happening right now with all these, like we talked about before, Tommy, with all these different things, uh, with Uso getting in trouble or Uso being injured. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, a lot of distractions. But, uh, Alyssa, thank you so much for uh, hopping on and you know, checking in. And feel free to leave comments whenever you want. Um, you know, we'll, we'll definitely address them for sure, but, uh, that's a good comment you left there. We, we, we hit up on it a little bit earlier on and, um, yeah. So we have a very interesting summer ahead of us. So we got money in the bank coming next week, a prediction show that's happening, uh, that, that will definitely be happening for sure. Um, you know, we always, we always give us, we, we, we get the predictions, right? We do pretty good. Sometimes we're wrong. Yeah. But I would have never predicted Otis winning Money in the Bank last year. That was just ridiculous, and I lost it last year. And hopefully they don't do anything stupid again this year. But, yeah, um, yeah so we have that. Um, and then we have basically a themed Wednesday Night Dynamite every single Fighter Fest uh, the next uh, couple weeks and then uh, what have you. And then we're, we're, we're basically going to be closing in on SummerSlam very soon. Uh, that would be August 18th. That's going to be a big weekend for us. We're ma- also making a big announcement uh, next week as far as the direction of our podcast goes. A, a good direction. Uh, we ain't going nowhere. Uh, so th- that's not happening. We're just we're just going in a, in a different, uh, in a slightly different we're direction. Up, we're, going up. we're going up to the moon. So a uh, little. <laughs> Little, little by little, um, we're, we're going in the right direction. And uh, for those of you guys that are watching, Ireland's 
um, we see you, we, we see the viewers, um, or should I say listeners, because that's uh, SoundCloud. We, we see how many people listening from Ireland, UK. You know, we want to thank you guys so much. Uh, but we, we have listeners that have listened from all over the world at this point now. Uh, so we want to thank you guys. Um, be sure to subscribe to uh, our YouTube channel as well. This way you get the prediction show. You're going to get the, the post show for Money in the Bank for sure. Uh, the post show for SummerSlam. I have no clue how we're going to work out the post show, show of All Out yet. Um, do the two-man power trip with Seth Rollins? Yeah. Um, with uh, Roman Reigns, you could absolutely do that. Not sure how you get there um, because Seth Rollins is gone on – uh, you know, gone on camera saying that he wants to get a title shot and what have you. But I think that's it's uh, maybe they hold off on that. Seth Rollins is going to be facing Edge at SummerSlam, I believe. So keep uh, uh, keep on the lookout for that um, as well. But uh, yeah, um, uh, moving on. Um, we got a lot of good things uh, coming up, is what I'm trying to get at. Um, so, but that pretty much wraps up episode. 67 here uh we will be back at some point next week with thinking towards the later part uh with hopefully a special guest um uh, we have uh branding coming on it's going to help us predict money in the bank um yeah so you you'll you'll find out what we think is going to win the ladder matches cannot wait to see uh, that pay-per-view as uh basically in my opinion uh money bank is the the ultimate kickoff for uh, a hot summer every single year. Uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. So a lot of good, good things going on. Tommy, is there anything else you want to add to the, uh, t- to the show before we go off the air? Uh, nah, man, I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm just excited to be able to get back to wrestling next week. Next week, next Friday is, is really the start of everything. Like we know that that's the end. We're going back on tour, WWE and AEW. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. Oh uh, yeah, for 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 sure. Uh, a lot a lot of good uh, a lot of good things coming up. I I cannot wait. Uh, but uh, anyhow, to those of you guys that are watching, um, we'll be back next week with more money to bank talk, and uh, we will see you all then. Catch you guys later. Episode sixty seven is in the book.